0: Here's what's going on in the world of sports. Here's what Lee Hamilton thinks on a Tuesday. The Chargers Stadium situation has taken another strange turn. The task force committee proposing Monday afternoon a $1.1 billion football stadium with the potential to make $1.4 billion in revenue yearly. City Council will put in $121 million, as will the county. They've asked the Chargers for $300 million, the NFL for $200 million. They're going to charge 10 years, $10 million in rent each year for the team. They hope to raise $225 million in sale of adjacent Qualcomm land. They're going to raise $125 million through PSL sales, and the PSL fees could range from $1,000 to $3,500 per seat for the fans. They're also asking for $1.5 million in rent from San Diego State, the Holiday Bowl, and the Poinsettia Bowl. The city retains the right to sell the other 136 acres on the Qualcomm site for additional development. Fans would pay $5 surcharges on each ticket purchase, $2 surcharge to park in the lot. City would also retire $52 million in back bonds owed on the Q renovation from years ago and then convert that new money to the new stadium. There will be no public vote because there will be no taxpayer dollars involved. Mayor Kevin Faulkner says he wants the Chargers to open negotiations beginning June 1st. As for the team, it would receive 50% of the PSL money. That's about 60000000 million. They'd get $135 million in naming rights money over about 20 years. They'd get all the revenue from the club seats. They'd get $25 million in stadium signage money, and they would not be taking on any cost to operate the stadium. It would be run by a joint city-county authority. Meanwhile, the stadium will be built by MICE Architects. They're the ones that have designed, designed designed NFL stadiums in Cincinnati and Philadelphia and are currently working on a mega stadium for AS Roma, the Italian soccer team. It'd be a 65,000 seat stadium that would be built 28 feet below ground level. The field and the lower bowl would be below ground. There'd be a fabric cover atop the stadium as a sun shield. be a be 100 skyboxes and they could add 10,000 additional end zone seats for a Super Bowl, taking the capacity to 75,000. The architects say they need a 30-month construction plan. They said they could turn the first shovel of dirt in January 2017 that opened the stadium 2020. On top of all that, Dean Spanos, in the midst of the stadium press conference, announced he was turning over day-to-day business control of the team to his 36-year-old son, AJ, as president. Then late Monday night, Spanos hired ex-49er president, Corman Policy, to oversee the Carson Stadium project. It begs the question, is Spanos trying to play both sides against the middle? Does he really want to stay in San Diego, or does he just want to put more money in his pocket? Elsewhere around the NFL in St. Louis, nine aldermen are demanding public funding proposals for $450 million in public funding be put up to a public vote. This is all part of the new plan for the Rams stadium to keep that team in St. Louis. The task force says they don't need the vote because it's not a new tax in St. Louis, but rather an extension of the current bonding proposal. In Minnesota, Vikings owner Ziggy Wolf has upped his contribution to the new Metrodome to $366 million. And David Peacock, the head of the stadium consortium in St. Louis, says Rams owner Stan Kroenke has refused to meet and negotiate in good faith with city, county, and state officials. He wants the NFL to intervene. NFL owners' meetings are underway in San Francisco and the big story involving games on the field, a vote on changing the point-after-touchdown rule. They're proposing to place the ball at the one-yard line for two-point conversions. A survey shows 60% of the plays run from the one-yard line wind up as a score. The second proposal would be to move the point-after kick back to the 15-yard line. That would make it a 32-yard kick. The third proposal is to leave the rule as it is. On the roster front, the Chargers assigned free agent offensive tackle Joe Parksdale. He started with the Rams last season. 49ers have lost another veteran. Defensive end Justin Smith has ended a long career, announcing his retirement. Cowboys have released tight end Jed Collins, an ex-Detroit Lion. Patriots release ex-Michigan quarterback Devin Gardner, who is trying to convert to wide receiver. Reports Buffalo very dissatisfied with quarterback E.J. Manuel. His play continues to regress. He could be released. Problems in Dallas, tight end Jason Witten, an outspoken advocate for abused women, is having problems with the fact defensive end Greg Hardy has become his teammate. In Denver, defensive end Shane Ray, first-round draft pick, may miss the OTAs. He continues to ail with a turf-toe situation. On the roster front, the Saints have brought in free agent Tampa Bay defensive end Daquan Bowers, tight end Chase Kaufman, formerly of the Bengals, and ex-Cowboy offensive tackle Pat McQuiston. Saints did sign veteran free agent wide receiver Josh Morgan, an ex-Baltimore Raven. New England has signed free agent linebacker Brandon Spikes, who was in Buffalo last season. Meanwhile, the Kansas City Chiefs have brought in free agent quarterbacks Bo Wallace of Ole Miss, Chris Bonner of Colorado State Pueblo, and Louisiana Tech passing star Chris Sokol for workouts. Montreal of the CFL, the Alouettes have signed free agent quarterback Rakim Cato through a record-setting 124 touchdowns in his career at Marshall University. On a sad note, defensive tackle Jesse Williams has been diagnosed with a cancerous tumor on his kidney. Tragedy in the CFL, Hamilton Ticats linebacker Adrian Robinson passed away over the weekend at age 25. Authorities say he committed suicide by hanging himself. He had spent time with the Broncos, the Steelers, and had been on the Chargers developmental squad. Virginia has lost three quarterbacks that are transferring out. Grayson Lambert, a starter last year for the Cavaliers, has asked for his release. Young recruit quarterback Corwin Cutter is leaving for Hutchinson Community College. The third quarterback, Dave Watford, is transferring to Hampton University. In Major League Baseball, James Shields, who's 5-0, goes against Jason Hamill tonight. Padres open up a series with the Chicago Cubs. Friars have lost three in a row. Cubs have won six of their last seven. Are problems brewing with the Padres AAA club in El Paso? Reports say manager Pat Murphy has taken a personal leave of absence. Amidst reports that general manager A.J. Perler blocked him from interviewing for a coaching job with the Milwaukee Brewers on the staff of Craig Council. Dodgers open a series against the Giants tonight. Carlos Frios, who's 3-0, goes against Tim Hudson. The Dodgers are 24-13 on the season. Giants have won 11 of their last 16 after a bad start. Angels lost to Toronto last night 10-6. Jose Bautista, home run in three ribbies. Halos and Blue Jays tonight. Hector Santiago against Drew Hutchinson. Athletics wound up beating the Houston Astros last night. Brett Lowry with an RBI single. John Mayberry, an RBI in the 14th inning for the Mets as they knocked off the St. Louis Cardinals. Carlos Gomez and Aramis Ramirez hit solo homers as Milwaukee beat Detroit. David Peralta with an RBI double in the 13th gave the Diamondbacks a win over the Miami Marlins. Corey Kluber struck out 12 batters but wound up losing as the White Sox beat the Indians. Kluber's got 30 strikeouts in his last two starts. And Ryan Howard had an RBI single in the Phillies' win over Colorado. Reports are the Colorado Rockies have approached the Washington Nationals about the potential of a trade for shortstop Troy Tulowitzki. Rockies want a couple of the Nationals' young pitching sensations. On the injury front, pitcher Justin Verlander, who's been out all season through a 45-pitch bullpen session. He's recovering from a tricep injury. Orioles have lost pitcher Bud Norris. He goes on the deal with bronchitis. Carlos Gomez has returned to the lineup a day after getting beamed on the helmet by a 97-mile-an-hour fastball in a Milwaukee Brewers game. Masahiro Tanaka, 29-pitch simulated game, no setbacks with his injured forearm. He looks like he's ready to come off the Yankees' disabled list. In basketball, the owner of the Clippers, Steve Ballmer, got involved in a profanity-laced locker room tirade after his team was knocked out of the playoffs Sunday by the Houston Rockets. Lakers, NBA draft lottery is tonight. If the Lakers wind up with the top-five pick, they retain the choice. If they fall to picks six through nine, they're going to have to trade the pick to the Philadelphia 76ers, part of the Steve Nash deal. Knickerbockers have the best chance of getting either the first or second pick because of their 17-65 season. Golden State Warriors, Houston Rockets open the Western Conference Finals tonight. The Splash Brothers, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, go against Clinch City, and James Harden and Dwight Howard. Cleveland Cavaliers open the Eastern Conference Finals. That will be tomorrow night. Meanwhile, in hockey... The Anaheim Ducks, Chicago Blackhawks. Ducks go for their second straight win tonight. Last night, the New York Rangers got beat at home, losing to Tampa Bay. Tyler Johnson scored a hat-trick, three goals in the victory. Tampa steals home ice advantage back. Series is tied 1-1 going to the Sun Coast. Philadelphia Flyers have hired Dave Haxtall of the University of North Dakota as their new head coach. Detroit has asked Mike Babcock, their coach, to make a decision on their contract offer by Wednesday. Babcock is interviewing for other jobs. Indy 500 officials met again on Monday to discuss the ongoing concerns with the aerodynamic packages after three Chevy cars flipped over in practice late last week. Questions remain about Chevy using a smaller rear wing and smaller side pods that have led to the very unstable situation. Honda has not had problems with air getting underneath their cars, causing them to get airborne. That's it. That's what's going on in the world of sports. That's what Lee Hamilton thinks on a Tuesday.